when you're too cheap to go to the library. The Look Inside This Book Club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome in. Welcome in. How are you, Matthew? Uh, I'm doing great. Um, I got uh, I got a bunch going on recently, actually. All right. Finally. Give it to me. Um, should we start with the dentist story, or should we talk about ducks? <laughs> Something is, is uh, snuggling my leg. That's, that's, that's not a story. That's, that's a dog. It's okay. Um, how do you choose between dentists and ducks? Luckily, we don't have to. Okay. So I went to the dentist the other day for, for regular cleaning. Everything looks great. No cavities. I know you were wondering. I was. Um, and <clears throat> there, there are two hygienists at, uh, at my dentist's office. And there's, there's like the... Um, Time out. I have to stop you right there already. Yeah. And the reason why is because this sounds like the beginning premise of all the books we ever read. There's all you had to say was dentist, sure, two hygienists, and then there's a, there bo- a book writes yep. itself. Absolutely, okay, go ahead. Um, and uh, so sometimes I get like the uh, kind of friendly grandma one, and sometimes I get like the young cool one. Okay, no, forget it. It's not one of our books. <laughs> okay, so so I got the 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 young the young hipper hygienist, and so I'm like, okay, I think I can ask her this question. <laughs> And um, God, what were you asking? So, so I might be, I might be improving your life here. We'll see. How do I put this? Have you ever found yourself doing a certain activity and noticed that the uh, the tendon <laughs> underneath your tongue wow. rubs against your front teeth in an uncomfortable way? So you, this is a humble brag to say that you were getting some or given some. Well, I mean, <laughs> and I, you were doing such a mighty job of it that you ripped your frenum. Is that what that's called? Yes. Wow. Okay. Apparently, you're an expert on this. <laughs> I am also a very <clears throat> mighty lover. So, so I um and the teeth part hurts or the 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 tongue the part hurts. Yeah, yeah. You the, you you strained your friend right because the teeth because the surface of the teeth was kind of rough. So I asked the hygienist. Oh, that's could different. You, um, could you smooth out the surface <gasps> of my lower incisors because sometimes it rubs on my on my tongue uncomfortably? She's Wait. like. Yeah. Wait, your tongue, I'm sorry for all the interruptions, yeah. your tongue shouldn't be hitting the back of your teeth or you're doing it wrong. No, no, no. The Oh, the frenum is hitting. The frenum is hitting. The frenum being the <laughs> tendon. My tongue out the really. tendon underneath the tongue is hitting the front teeth. Oh, and it, you're, the you're surface, like the an emery board. Surface. Yes, yes, exactly. Oh, so you're filing away your frenum. Exactly. Um, and so I asked, <laughs> could, could you like smooth out the teeth? So that if the frenum, which a word that I did not know till just now, rubs against it, it won't be as irritating. Why don't they just knock out the front too? I absolutely had that thought. <laughs> like, which would which would be worse? <laughs> like, would it be worth it to lose a couple of front teeth? Absolutely. More men need to do this for their women. <laughs> um, right. So, so I'm like, uh, could could you smooth out those front teeth for me? And she's like, why? <laughs> And you're like, blowjobs. No, no, no. (laughs) Um, And um, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, And uh, so so I said, well, you know, during a certain activity. (laughs) Oh, my God. When you say a certain, really? Absolutely the worst way of putting that, right? Just say what it is. Right, right. So so she's like, got it. (laughs) And she got the little file thing and smoothed them right out. Holy crap. So is that something that's like on the a la carte menu at dentists? I guess. It's so so then I asked her, like, has anybody asked you about this for this reason before? And she's like, Nope. Yeah. It's called the downtown file. <laughs> that oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly it. Okay. That's awesome. It was awesome. So I and can never a, go back to that man. dentist again. You're, well, no, actually you're just 
protecting your tongue, <laughs> your frenum. That's right. This pure, pure self-interest. Well, but it could eventually be like an Achilles oh, tear. It, it could be, yeah, it could be a serious problem. And then your like self-censor would really be gone. Your tongue would be flapping all over the place without anything to hold it in. That's that's right. <laughs> would that, I mean, but for the purpose that we're talking about, would that be better or worse? Way worse. <laughs> An like, out-of-control tongue is an irritant. That's right. It's like, <laughs> why, why is your tongue licking my upper abdomen? Uh, I'm aiming. I'm trying. <laughs> I got no control. Right. So, so I'm not sure which hygienist I'll get next. Time, okay, but, that's... but if I get the same one, is she going to ask like, "So, how are things going?" In my ideal world, you would have had that same story, but with the the grandma nice one. Well, I wouldn't have brought it up. I think you I would have just just oh, suffered inside. I would have wanted you to to do it, to bring it up, and just see how that went because that would have been awesome. What do you it, think it, she would have done? She's I probably she's, hip, you know, like just because she's older. I don't think she is. You don't think no, so? No, I don't. And I think she would have <laughs> pretended she didn't know what I was talking about. But they have to do their job, and if you're asking for your your front teeth to be knocked right, out, so, so you can be a better well, no, husband, I think she would have just said, "Okay, you know, here I'll get out the the file." Okay, question: Have yeah. you tried this out to see if it solved the problem? So I I knew you were going to ask that, and the answer is not yet. Okay, but, I'll, I'll leave right now. But let's uh, uh, here's here's fingers crossed for tonight. Let's go in the bedroom. <laughs> let's kidding. yeah, let's not. <laughs> Oh wow, that's a great story. I love it. So, um, yep, I uh, and and certainly something that went through my mind was like uh, I'm going to have to talk about this on the podcast. So yeah, so then of course I, I asked my wife last night, "Is it okay if I tell this story on the podcast?" And she said, "Sure." Well, yeah, because it's really more embarrassing for you. Well, I mean, okay. I don't see why it should be embarrassing for anyone. It shouldn't be, but potentially, right. you know, I think you were a little embarrassed when you had to, to say to that woman a certain kind of activity. Yeah, but I'm I guessing. Kinda, I kind of knew she would be cool. Okay, but still, I bet you were a tiny bit embarrassed. Of course. Yeah, Are yeah. you kidding? Yeah. yeah. No, and of course, and I asked like at the end, like, so I'm thinking about it, like during the whole cleaning and everything, like, yeah, yeah. should I say something about this? Yes. I can totally see how your face was all like kind of nervous and twitchy, right? Well, before I mean, that. it was already nervous and twitchy because like, you know, they were digging around in my right. gums and stuff. Right. Okay, that's awesome. Do you want me to tell my my one minute thing before your your duck story? Yeah, absolutely. And we should go on as long as we want because this week's book is very boring. <laughs> it's really sucked, but n- not in any of the good ways. Um, not in any of the the possibly frenum irritating ways. Frenum. Um, that is the word of the day. <laughs> right, said frenum. F R E N U M. So this is more just a, um, a sisterly slam to my oldest brother, Jeremy. Jeremy, are you listening? Okay. Respond is, now, Jeremy. Is he one of the Brody Bunch? No, we'll he is there. not one of the Brody Bunch. But you know how I'm always sort of teasing you lovingly about your mansplaining behavior sometimes? Um, I, this, I don't recall this. Yeah, shut up. You totally know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, my brother, who is a good cook in his own right, sure. is, oh, he's cooked his way through all my cookbooks and he was just doing, uh, he likes to, um, tell me when he does twists on my recipes. Okay. So right. he left me a really long text the other day, did a nice twist on your good fish trout, uh, blah, 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 telling me all the different things he did to the recipe. Right. Um, and then said, uh, then after adding the vermouth and a little extra lemon juice, I tossed the broccoli in the pan. The trout was placed on a bed of baby arugula, which gets wilted from the residual heat and takes up some of the pan juices. (laughs) (laughs) Does it, does it, Matthew, does the arugula wilt from hot trout? I, I did not know that. Well, As a professional chef, I had no idea that happened. First of all, please don't ever say hot trout. Again. <laughs> and secondly, 
Wow. <laughs> do you see why I'm getting it from both ends, but not in the fun way? Yeah, I do. Okay. Love you, Jeremy. Don't ever, don't ever mansplain to me how arugula wilts from hot food and again. Nobody needs a mansplaining double penetration. <laughs> Whoa. Um, you brought it up. <laughs> okay. Um, Back to you. That is uh, that is tragic. And uh, wh- well, what did you say in response? I. I had a whole response, deleted it, and then said, awesome. Mm, yep. Because then I decided I would I would um, shame him on a podcast. Oh, perfect. Yes. Um, That's you, how I'm like that. Wait, I'm mature. Do you have another podcast where you shame me that I, <laughs> that I don't know about? No, of course not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's the other thing that happened to me in the last week. So um, It's called last... Downtown File. <laughs> Sorry. Let's, here's another story from the Downtown File. <laughs> Um, I've got there. There are a million stories in the downtown file. This is one of them. Uh, I went to I went to the park uh, last Sorry. week, uh, and uh, last Wednesday at Volunteer Park, um, we I uh, walked by one of the ponds there and saw a family of newly born ducklings, Aww. newly hatched, like so young they couldn't even swim yet. I fucking fell in love with these ducklings. Oh, I thought you were saying you were gonna fucking fell in the pond. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's where I thought you were going. Practically, no, no. I so I have now been back to visit these Aww. ducklings every day to watch them grow up, and I love them more than is your, anything. Is your biological clock ticking? I guess. I think I, you're at the end of your sperm's life. I think so. I um yeah, I jizzed on some ducklings. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> um, I I gave them names. I don't know which one is which, Seriously? but but I gave them all names. There are seven of them. Every time I go, I'm terrified that there's gonna be one missing or more um and uh i've never liked anything in nature before and it feels weird and i don't know who i am anymore seriously yes you've never liked anything in nature i mean i know you're not like mr wilderness or camper or anything but i am mr wilderness like i go i mean in the sense that i put on a bear suit and go out in the woods and strange things happen um well i don't know i think i think like i've never gotten like the uh the kind of, you know, nature warm, fuzzy. warm fuzzies that my friends have described to me. Um, I don't know. I like like seeing a mountain or something, but I'm never like, you know, if they got rid of the mountain, that would be okay. <laughs> well, a mountain, let's be honest, is different than a baby duckling. Yes, it's much larger. <laughs> um, I think that's awesome. Yeah, See? So I, People can change. I have a busy day today, but I'm definitely going to make time to get up to the park and visit those ducks. <laughs> Um, yeah, what, what do you think is going to happen next? Next, I'm going to want a puppy or something. Well, you did get a puppy. Ca- you did get a cat, and you hated you hated the thought. You didn't hate cats, but you didn't really like. You didn't weren't warm to the idea of getting a pet. Right, I didn't want the pet to cramp my style, which she sometimes does. The other yeah. day, so here's, here's another story. The, um, we we close the bedroom doors at night so that so the cat will not like come in and and uh, try and like nuzzle uh, and wake us up and break its frenum. Exactly. Uh, and uh, the other night, uh, we uh, closed the bedroom door at bedtime, and uh, we're falling asleep um, and heard the cat scratching on the door, which she does sometimes. Um, yeah, I just did a like, weird cat scratch hand motion. And, uh, and we're like, oh, she'll, she'll give up and, and go to sleep. But she kept scratching. Uh, and then Lori said, there's a cat on my back. We had closed her in the bedroom instead of out. <laughs> That's freaky. It was terrifying. <laughs> That's awesome and scary. I would have screamed. Yeah, I. It was very scary. That's hilarious. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's the three way no one wanted. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, should we get to this terrible book and not talk about it for very long, and then get back to some better topics? Absolutely. Write the alphabet in the middle of a donut. Mm-hmm. With your tongue. With your tongue. Um, yeah, but uh, we, I like how you said with your tongue because I don't with a pen wouldn't be helpful. 
<laughs> no, no. Write, yeah, write the Declaration of Independence on the inside of a donut with a pen with and a then pen. sell it on eBay. And you will be a better lover. Um, and, and a better scholar of American history. We need more of those. So speaking, speaking of democracy, uh, this week's book is Pride, A Bad Boy and Amish Girl Romance, parentheses, Brody Bunch Book One by Sienna Valentine. That's, that title is about as interesting as it gets because the entire book takes place in a bar. And when I say the entire book, I mean the sample. Um, and uh, sh- shall I summarize as the, as the picker? Yes, as a picker. Uh, but let me first say that just the title alone annoyed the fuck out of me. Why? Well, it's Pride Month. I thought you picked this book. That's true. It's Pride Weekend right now. It's yes, Pride this weekend. was a very misleading title. So I thought you were like doing something sweet for me. Like, oh, Becky, we're going to give you a Pride gay romance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. no. So that made me mad at you. And I talked about it on my podcast. <laughs> and then... <laughs> and then... Um, uh, what was the thing you said? Oh, oh, the Brody Boy. That just pissed me off. Brody Bunch. Brody Bunch, sorry. Yeah. Brody well, there's boy. three of them, which, which it constitutes a bunch. That's, that's the, the collective noun for yeah, bad but, boys. But yeah, but it's all about the Brady Bunch, and that made me mad. Um, well, I mean, it's, it's a reference to the Brady Bunch. Because and I it, didn't like that. Well, it's going to be the same, because there's going to be three bad boys and three Amish I know. girls. I just, it's exactly the same as the Brady Bunch. I don't dumb. see why you can't see I this. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know, like the way, the way they're, the physiques of the bad boys were described was, was kind of gay pridey, <laughs> right? Like there, there was, we'll get to it. The part about the muscles was disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So, uh, bad boy Reed is hanging around in a bar called Trick Shots. <laughs> we need to come up with a list of f- fake bar names. What was the name of the bar in the, um, the... <laughs> Sorry. Uh-huh. I just pulled some chocolate out of my chocolate croissant that looks like a cat turd, and I'm just disturbed. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll eat it. Um, <laughs> sure you will. What was, what was the name of the bar in the, the <laughs> werewolf, chef, gay chef, werewolf oh, I'm book? Never, I'm never going to come up with that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, okay. So, Reed, the bad boy, is uh, sitting around in a bar waiting, waiting for his bad boy brothers. Um, and uh, oh, he, no, he's with his bad boy brother, Wyatt, and he's waiting for his other bad boy brother, um, Ash. I just realized it's, this sounds like um, uh, that bit from Newhart. <laughs> What? <laughs> um, you know, this, I'm, I'm Larry. This is my New brother. New heart from like 1979. <laughs> well, the one from the 80s. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, where where uh, he says, I'm, "I'm Larry. This is my brother Daryl. This is my oh, other brother Daryl." Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This is the same Classic. shit. Okay. Okay. So, um, uh, there's there's so much backstory that I'm not going to get into, but apparently their dad was was like the leader of a bad boy motorcycle gang, drug um, cartel. Yeah. There's this book is nothing but bad boys until the Amish girls show up. Um, and okay, so he's with his bad boy brother Wyatt, and they're waiting for their other bad boy brother Ash, a noted man whore. And uh, Wyatt just got busted for starting a fight with a rival biker gang. Um, and then a hot Amish girl comes into the bar, um, and uh, actually it's three of them, but Reed is so into one of them that he doesn't even notice the other two at first. Mm-hmm. Um, that, and- was a, that was a major plot twist. Major plot Major. twist. Yes. That was the, the most exciting thing was that there were two more. Right. Look, look into my eyes. There's three of me. <laughs> twist. <laughs> um, so, so Ash, one of the bad boys, lays down a challenge to his brothers. Whoever, whoever fucks one of the Amish ladies first wins some, like, just no, bragging this, rights. No. Right? This was the, the gamble was if whoever wins gets to call the other ones pussies. Oh, okay. Sure. That's worth fighting for. Yes. But- 
and also, like, why does this make sense? Because why weren't they going to try and, and fuck the Amish ladies anyway? That's what didn't make sense to me. Like, they're obviously into them. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think they needed a challenge to motivate them. Uh, anyway, so then we cut to um, Sarah's perspective. She's the the one that uh, that um, bad boy Reed has a bad boy boner the one, for. The one with doe eyes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, the thing about the doe eyes. What the fuck? Did you ever describe me as no, having deer parts? Nobody ever. No. That, that phrase has never been uttered outside of a romance novel, right? Doe eyes. Yeah, I don't even know what that means. It's like it's like she's scared because someone shined a flashlight on her, No, right? it just means big, round eyes with, with pronounced eyelashes. What if someone had goat eyes? You know, like those crazy... <laughs> Like, you should have seen her, man, those goat eyes. Goat eyes. It's like marbles. She has marbles in her little goat eyes. Um, okay, so we cut to Sarah's perspective then. So she she came into the bar with her sister Hannah, who's, who went on Rumspringa and never came back. I thought uh, that was a fruitcake. Um, well, we talked about it on um, <laughs> when we had uh, one of our recent guests. Yeah. It's, it's weird being with, here with you without a guest. Like, I feel like I don't know how to talk to you. Just, on. just one-on-one anymore <laughs> without a chaperone. Um, and uh, I don't remember the name of the other sister, but Hannah like left the, the ranch or whatever. <laughs> the ranch. You know, the Amish, the farm, the, the community. Farm, farm. Community. Uh, and to, to bartend at Trick Shots. And um, now her, her sister, Sarah and Beth, have come to see her at the mm-hmm. bar and get like eye-raped by some uh, muscly dudes. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the end. Oh, please never say I raped again. <laughs> I, I felt bad as soon as I said it. Um, oh, wow. Where to start? Jeez. Let's start at the end because I'm about to get there. <laughs> okay, please. Um, You're about to finish. I'm <laughs> about to finish. Uh, you, he, he, he describes himself as what you might call. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Okay, Becky's completely lost it here. I don't know what she's going to say because I didn't read the book very carefully, but I'm looking forward to it. It's not as good. I'm laughing because it's just dumb. There's just so, there was so little to pick from. Wait, I don't. I, I forgot an important part. Okay. Hold on, we'll be right back. All right, groan. Matthew felt, uh, found it for me. He says, "Maybe it's because I'm the middle child, but I have what you might call a Type A personality." I think that it's actually called a type A personality. Yes, yes, no, no this happens in our books all the, all the time. time. Like you know, uh, you know, I'm what you Wait. might call a ladies' man. <laughs> you know, like it's like you just... then, there's a, this happens again in this book. Um, I, I wrote it down. I don't remember specifically what it is. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> when he's talking about the Amish, and he says, "Yeah, I thought they were like insular or some shit, isolationist." I said, "I didn't know much about the Amish, but I at least knew that everybody fucking knows, knows that. that. That's know. the only thing <laughs> anybody knows about the Amish." <laughs> okay, I'm going to read this whole paragraph because I've decided, <clears throat> for reasons we'll explain later, that it's just we should be doing a little bit more readings for some of this stuff because okay. it's just so bad. <clears throat> Let me get my reading voice on. <clears throat> oh, I can't wait. Maybe it's because I'm the middle child, but I have what you might call a type A personality. I can't sit still. I'm always on the move, like that Talladega Nights shit. I want to go fast, and I do. I want to go fast and hard and rough and show the world there's nothing I can't do. I am the best I have to be. My ego demands nothing less. The best at what? (laughs) This whole paragraph is a shit show. (laughs) Okay, and then it follows with this. Oh, you think that sounds bad now? 
who is he talking to? I don't know. Wait until you hear the rest of the story. Sit yeah, down. Sit I can't down on wait. my knee, little girl. Let me tell you. Okay, so he he has what you might call an, uh, a type A personality, or, or what you and I call a type A personality. He can't sit still. I think that actually is ADHD, but I'm, I'm not a therapist. <laughs> he could have both. He could. He certainly could. Right at the beginning, he mentions that he is drinking a cheap Coors. And I'd like to know, is there a Grand crew like, oh, Coors? Is well, there like a vintage Coors? I don't know. I mean, the Coors Brewery probably owns some like fake microbrewery, but I don't think that's what he meant. Right. So, no. Is, you know, Remember how you were teaching me in writing? You, your adjectives have to fight to be there. Yeah. That one didn't fight no, hard enough. No, it did not. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. What's the what's this uh, DSM uh, diagnosis for someone who uh, believes that he's the only person who knows common idioms <laughs> like right. Type A personality? Right. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, yeah. Okay. He. Um, I. There was a part where I literally groaned out loud. The most we are the most notorious badasses this side of the Rio Grande. I wrote down the same thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Please, really? <laughs> yes, this this side of the Rio Grande being the American side. <laughs> okay, but who says that in modern the modern world? <laughs> no, I um That's I, like a and country then, yeah. west is that a western movie kind of line? You know why he goes so fast? Because he has a stagecoach. <laughs> right after that he jumped in his stagecoach. <laughs> I mean, I know we're talking about the Amish and, and they do seem a little anachronistic uh, until you get to know them. Not that I've gotten yeah, to know them, but you know, that come on, that line. Really? Yeah, no, once you get to know them, um, you, uh, you learn that they are fucking hooked on angry birds. <laughs> <laughs> Only it's actual angry birds. <laughs> they, they name them, they go visit them. They throw them at actual pigs. <laughs> it's, it's very hard to entertain yourself in Amish country, but they find a way. Okay. God willing. Here's another one that just made me just want to pull my hair out. Uh, Remember that paragraph I just read you? It was just a second ago. You should remember it. I want to go fast and hard and rough and show the world there's nothing I can't do. I'm trying to forget it. Two paragraphs later, he says to his brothers, okay, that's enough hyperbole. <laughs> now, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's not coming out of the same person's mouth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> just not happening. Well, I mean, for first of all, because he wouldn't know the word yeah, hyperbole. Exactly. And secondly, because he is um, the foremost practitioner of hyperbole this side of the Rio Grande. Well, for, for many reasons, yes. I, I noted that. Um, speaking of <laughs> Rio Grande. Um, so, yeah, so he said uh, about his brother, Ash, uh, that dirty man whore was probably banging some hot piece of ass and had forgotten all about us. Which of your brothers would you say is a dirty man whore? <laughs> God, don't make me pick that. <laughs> oh, of course, it's both. You, it's you, don't, you not, don't have to pick. A it's favorite. definitely not Jeremy. Okay, I, I wouldn't go far as to ever say Jesse was a dirty man whore, but if if I had to put the hat on someone, and what does the hat look like? What does the dirty man whore hat look oh, like? like? Um, I think it's okay. So it could be one of those beer hats. I was gonna say it has a cheap Coors <laughs> like bottle on it, but I think it's maybe more like a what's a dirty man whore hat? Like something beer goggles. Something something like a cool like hat. <laughs> okay, then my brother Jesse really uh, is a man whore because he's always wearing hats. Yeah, the person who stopped listening to our show because I said like too, too many times is really not going to appreciate <laughs> that I said cool like hat. <laughs> I don't know what I meant. I didn't know where I was going with that. I don't know what a cool hat is. I don't know what anything cool is anymore. I'm I'm the least cool man whore this side of the Rio Grande. But come, I, I well, gotta, come on, duck lover, you're no, cool. I gotta go fat. Oh, there's nothing cool than loving baby ducks. I think that's cool. We got to redefine what cool. That's right. We got to go hard. We got to go, go fast. fast. We got to 
We gotta love ducks. Yeah, I didn't even tell you any of the names. My favorite duck name that I came up with is Pepper Jack. Three of them are named after kinds of bread, and four are named after kinds of cheese. Why? Because they just seemed like the right names. Because you're going to make sandwiches out of them? No, I wouldn't. All right. Probably. Okay. <clears throat> we already just got to the big dough-like. All I wrote there was, please never describe me as you would a, a deer. Uh, he At one point, he describes himself as saying, well, <clears throat> I've never stuck my dick in as many as women as Ash or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that too. Gosh. Um, yeah. Is that... What? I don't I don't really have a comment. Yeah, I just, what are we supposed to make of that? Like... Good good for you? As a man representing all men. That's me. Do you ever even think stuck my dick in? Like, do you really think in those terms? Or maybe you do. I don't. You don't. But I don't know. I uh, Is it more like place your member? Like, what, what's the language that you use in your mind? It's it's not that uh, mechanical, <laughs> I guess I would say. Oh, my God. I can't wait till we get to what we we're going to be talking yes. about. Most because... <laughs> Me too. Okay. Anyway, sorry. That was like an inside joke. But you're going to hear it. We're going to sh- share it with you. Um, wait. Did you catch the part where, um, uh, where Reed said, my rage was always served cold, hard, relentless? No. <laughs> and I was, I was thinking, yeah, mine too. Well. What, is, I, what does it mean? I don't know. I don't know. Like, how is how is rage served up any other kind of way? Like, well, short, stifled, and and whimpery. I mean, I understand that. Like, revenge. When when they say revenge is a dish best served cold, I understand what that means. But rage is the opposite of cold. You can't have cold rage. I think That's rage my new is band. By cold rage. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that's so like a good band. Like an Icelandic metal band. Totally. Yes. Cold rage. I'm, yeah. Let me let me know when you're playing. Hmm. All right. Um, it's gonna I, be. I'm gonna be the flautist in in cold rage. I'm gonna get a cold rage face tattoo. <laughs> um, <laughs> <it's good. laughs> I just had an image of a Coors can of Coors Light <laughs> with the, the where they is it Coors Coors where they have the little indicator that says uh, whether it's cold enough. I don't it know. Could be Budweiser. There's a thing where it's like I, I blue if yeah. it's cold enough. I think it's Coors. A tattoo of one of those, and then it would say cold rage. Yeah, that's good. Ice cold rage. And the tattoo would actually change colors when my skin gets hot. Hot. Um, spe- <laughs> speaking of hot, um, I, did you catch the part where Hannah explained to her sisters, out here, men grow beards for fun, not as a symbol of their availability? Yeah, it's fun time. Beer fun, beard fun time. Yeah. Out here. I can, I can vouch for this. Beard time is fun time. <laughs> I did catch that. Although I have to say, ignorant person, I... I didn't know that you don't get a beard in, in Amish culture oh, until you're married. I didn't know that either, and I don't know if it's true because I only learned it from this book. True. We cannot necessarily, because, I mean, in, in his world, there's there's cheap beers and, and vintage beer, chorus beers, so right. who, I mean, who knows? Yeah, some some things from this book we, we can be confident are true, like that the Brody boys are the biggest badasses this side of the big river. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> But but the, uh, any any facts about the Amish, I would remain skeptical. Uh, the part that again made me groan in no good way was when uh, what's her name, Sarah? Uh, yes. Yeah, something. Who cares? Who cares? Amish girl. Doe do eyes. Doe eyes says um, my pulse began pounding in my ear, and somewhere else too. Uh huh. How many times has that been written before? And Every it, time. It needs to go the fuck away. 
Like, it's kind of like saying what you said at the dentist. It, yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> Let's just say what we mean here, yes. people. And in a certain place south of the board, <laughs> south of the Rio Grande, <laughs> I could feel my pulse there, too. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for, like, you know, like, metaphor. Is that really even a metaphor? Yeah, I think after reading this book, I'm now opposed to metaphor. Is that a metaphor saying, and somewhere else, too? No. No, it's just vagueness. It, it, it's like, it's a euphemism, technically. It's exactly, yes. But it's... It's the weakest. What she should have done is come up. What would like the the ultimate Amish vagina euphemism be? That she had that would quite have been an opportunity. You know, like my my uh, dewy meadow. Oh, I was gonna say the buggy barn. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, like I wasn't gonna let one of those Brody boys park his buggy in my barn, <laughs> but then I reconsidered. <laughs> Okay, um, in a moment, we're going to come back and we're going to talk. Are you, do you have a lot more to go? I have a little. I have, oh, a, sorry. I have a game and uh, some Amazon reviews. Okay, well, we'll come back with the games. But yeah. I also want to just, just say that what we were uh, sniggering about, and that's a terrible word to say. Not sniggering. <laughs> snickering. Snickering. Is there a word? There, there is a word snickering, but also, no one but says say it anymore. No, I apologize um, for ever using that word. Um, what we were... Wow, you, you completely lost your train of thought. No, I'm not. I'm coming up with a better word for that word. Chuckling? Ch uh, uh, chuckling. Giggling? But, no, um, giggling is too girly. I giggle all the time. Are I you kidding? I do. Okay, snickering. What we were snickering about is that we're going to be talking today about um, our absolute favorite podcast, I don't imagine I'll ever love a podcast more than I love this podcast. And I feel like this podcast we're going to talk about is underappreciated in America. I think it's gotten pretty popular yes. in its native land. Hugely but, popular in London. Yep. But, which is in England. <laughs> thank you. Uh, which is not in the EU. Right. As of today. As yes. of this broadcast. But it's called Belinda Blinked. No, it's not. It's called... <laughs> My Dad Wrote a Porno. <laughs> My Dad Wrote a Porno about a book called Belinda Blinked. And we're going to be talking about it because it's way better than this book that we it's just read. It's the best thing I've ever put in my ears. Yes. And um, that's saying something. But uh, I do want to go back to this book that whose name I can't even remember anymore. Pride something. Pride. Um, yeah, pride. False pride. Yeah. Not gay pride. Amish, Amish pride weekend. Amish pride. <laughs> buggy barn. Okay. Um, there was there were two words in there that uh, started both with a B, like, you know, the title. Two words in where? In, in this book that we just read. Okay. That I wonder if you found. Hmm. Words Maybe that not started with a B. B. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two words started with a B. I have it like hugely circled on my notes here. I don't know where you're going with this. Ah, so. It was one of the sisters. I guess is named Beth. Yeah. Beth blinked. That was the sentence. <gasps> oh. And I was like, oh, oh Matthew, did you see it? I didn't. Okay. I'm so sorry. Because we're going to be talking about it. But Belinda blinked is the name of the, the books that are uh, the, being panned. And we will be right back with some more games and to talk about um, my dad wrote a porno. And we're back. Damn it, that's my line. Um, yeah, so we were just uh, we just found ourselves wondering uh, how many of these romance novels are written by uh, men run writing under female pen names, and we have no idea. We are guessing it's mostly women writing it, but I believe that this was written by a man, and I have no way of knowing. Well, but do you think a man would have done the whole doe eyes thing? Like, I feel like the way the the thing, and and I realize I, I'm trucking in like truckloads of stereotypes yes, here, you are. Um, but. But I feel the thing the thing that uh, that suggests to me that this was written by a female author is the way the men describe the women in the book, because it, it strikes me as being like the way women describe each other rather than the way an actual man would. Okay, you are seriously trucking in gender stereotypes. I, I understand, but 
but uh, come on, the the doe-eyed thing. Like, what what man is going to even have this thought? I think there's men who would have that thought. Fine. I don't think women referring to women, other women as dear. You're right. Is... As soon as I said that, <laughs> all right, forget everything I said. I don't know. I mean, I thought it was such a bizarre thing that, that I thought only a man could come up with such a crazy, somewhat insulting way of describing a woman. No, I think doe eyes come up in these books all the time. Do they really? I think so. We should do a, like, is there some way to do like a, a massive Google search for? Yeah, use Google Books. Google Books and yeah. do a search for doe eyed. I, it'll be, oh my God. we'll get thousands. Listeners, we're going to come back with a spreadsheet. <laughs> no, no, we're not. <laughs> Matthew just signed up to do it. Okay. Um, oh, I never said the thing about the muscles. Okay, before we do the games, this, this episode is going to have to run a little long, I think. Uh, did you catch the part where it said, um, where this was, this was uh, Sarah, um, ca- you know, uh, gazing on the, bro- the Brody Bunch? All three of them were tall and built, composed entirely of a series of powerful muscles that coiled like serpents whenever they lifted their drinks to their mouths. Yep. That was so disgusting and nonsensical. <laughs> but very typical. Like, yes. Serpent coiling muscles is, is a familiar trope. Okay. But it's very gross. Yes, it is gross. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean, even if I, I'm not Amish and I would have been out of there like... <laughs> 10 minutes ago. If they literally had coiling muscles. Yes, as soon as I saw the serpent muscles, <laughs> I would have been like, ah, every, uh. everything my, my daddy told me about, <laughs> about the English is true. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. Uh, so you have a game for us. Um, I do, and I, I didn't really fully develop this game, so we'll see what happens. Oh, I did. Um, this, this game is called <laughs> Dangerous Curves, and uh, in the book it says... When Ash imagined Luscious... Oh, first... Okay, so so the, the background of this is that uh, uh, Reed, our, our hero, says, my, armed, my arms ached Anti-hero. with the desire to steer my souped-up 69 Shelby around one of the track's tight, luscious curves. No one has ever described a racetrack this way. No one has ever no described... No one you know. Right. No one has ever... No, I'm, I'm putting it out there. No one has ever <laughs> described a racetrack as having luscious curves unless they were joking. And no one has ever described anything other than a woman that way unless they were joking. I don't know. I think that you need to hang out with a NASCAR group. I would I, I, I would feel like there are to. definitely men get, who would describe curves in a sexy way. I get invitations all the time from the NASCAR group, <laughs> as you call them, <laughs> saying like they think that I'm their kind of guy. Like like they they've listened to this show. They they know that I am the baddest bad boy this okay. side of some river. I'm quick. I'm and <laughs> and I've been turning down their invitations, but no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to their NASCAR group. All right. Uh, on Facebook, chime in. Do you think that the NASCAR group would describe <laughs> curves on a racetrack as luscious? The Yay NASCAR or group nay? sounds like a consulting firm. I know. I love it. <laughs> it sounds like the NASDAQ. Okay, anyway. NASCAR, so then, NASCAR, and Bernstein. <laughs> then he says, you know, that uh, on the other hand, when Ash imagined luscious curves, they didn't belong to a stretch of road. They were all women. Like mm, that was such a good you line. Don't say. Oh. Um, so I want you to, to be more like Reed than like Ash and describes something totally non-sexual using terms that are only ever used in a sexual context, or just take a cliche and apply it to something that never gets that a cliche applied to it. I preferred the latter. Okay. Um, because of my information about the NASCAR group, so um, <laughs> so I went with just a totally off, kind of off the book completely, and just took common cliches and changed them up. All right. 
How does that sound to you? It sounds fine. It sounds like you ignore the rules of the game and uh, you're you're not going to win the challenge. <laughs> no, no, I did what you said. I took a cliche. <laughs> I took a cliche. Your your example of the cliche was it's um uh, oh my god I gotta go to the bathroom I'm pooping cats and dogs. <laughs> that, oh yeah, I forgot that was my example. Okay, yes. so I did I did the same thing. Okay, great. Okay, uh, all chlamydia no play makes Jack a dull boy. <laughs> okay, I just went That's down. True. I just went down the line. Do you want me to keep going? Please. Five of two, half of a dozen, math is hard. <laughs> I actually do struggle. These are good. I only came up with two and neither of mine is good. So. Okay. I, I struggle actually with that one sometimes. <laughs> Six of one, half a dozen. I like, there's too many oh, sure. numbers. As I tell my wife all the time, Matthew, a bush in the hand is worth it. <laughs> That's what I tell my dentist. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, Matthew, my grandfather always told us the way to a man's fart is through his colon. <laughs> That's just dumb. That's just dumb. Okay. Dude, wake up. It's time for you to take your wife in your own hands. <laughs> <laughs> that and $5 will get you a half-calf venti frappuccino. <laughs> wow. You you really needed to procrastinate from something, didn't you? There's so many more. Hold on. Oh, my God. <laughs> what does that have to do with the price of a spliff in Seattle? <laughs> As my vet always says, when you lie with dogs, the ASPCA gets involved. Yep. What about docs? <laughs> Here's my favorite. Wake up and smell my finger. <laughs> but that I could see someone actually saying. I kind of like that. I like it too. Yeah. And here's my favorite. How about wake up and smell the hand? No. No. I like smell muh. Because you have to muh. do muh. Yeah. Smell muh finger. I tell you, she and I were like two clits smashing in the night. <laughs> Tortillas! <laughs> Tortillas! Um, I really only have one. Like one of mine is too dumb to even read. But uh, what I came up with was... Uh, uh, this was one smoking hot piece of pizza. <laughs> so, so that was a good team effort. I came up with the game. You gave all the answers, and they were delightful. Okay, but I have one thing I learned from the game, which is <laughs> okay. Because when you do, I learned so much when you do massive cliche searches online, okay. you learn new cliches. Remember the cliches we learned about the British cliches, which we we asked. I have a story about this, but please go ahead. Okay, so these are all real cliches. I have no idea what they mean. Oh, great. I can can tell you. Okay, you come up with the reasons what what these means. Kangaroo loose in the top paddock. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, like you're crazy. Like you got to screw loose in your head. Ah, okay. Slicker than snot on a doorknob. Um, Ew. uh, Ew. (laughs) Like he's he's a conniving person. Yeah, or like I'm not going to his house. (laughs) Show them how the cow ate the cabbage. Um, what, one at a time? Uh, it's slow? Maybe like all, all in one gulp? I don't think cows are gulpers. I don't know. I think they sort of... I only know about nibble. ducks. Okay. Spit in one hand and wish in the other. And see which one you have the most in. Oh, well, that means your wishes should be bigger than your loogies. <laughs> loogies? Is it loogies or loogies? Loogies. Okay. Stone the crows. It's noogies. Noogies, but loogies. Yeah. Right. Stone the crows. What? I don't know. I think that's legal in Seattle, though. Okay, here's here's one. Stop him, Newt. He's headed for the barn. Oh, that's got to be about Newt Gingrich, Gingrich, right? Yeah. There's no cow on the ice. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, wait. Is that like uh, descriptive or normative? Like, you know, there, that there shouldn't be a cow on the ice, or that what does there normative isn't. Mean? Normative mean like you're you're giving a statement of how things should be. Oh, oh. Huh. Um, like, okay. There should no be no cows on the ice. Why would you do that? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, here's the Is last it, one. Maybe it's a hockey or curling or it, from the book figure Pucked. skating. It's it's a figure skating cliche. Okay, and last one: tighter than a knight's, not a knight's, tighter than a gnat's ass. 
I can. I, I think like I can that understand one. That one. That's good. I like that one. Um, okay, wait. I oh. Uh, a few years ago, I um, a friend of mine uh, was reading a book, and in the book, it mentioned that uh, there are a bunch of cliches based on cribbage, and we had never heard <laughs> any of them. But two of them were a turn up for the books and streets ahead. And since he said that, I've heard these things many really? times. I, they seem to be mostly British, yeah. which I guess is where people play cribbage most yeah. often. But you watch British comedies, don't you? Um. I, I listen to British comedy podcasts, yeah, which so. is a great segue. Let's skip the Amazon game and just talk about my dad wrote a porno. Okay, let's do it. Um, okay, wait. I'm going to read one Amazon review. It's not. We're not going to play the game. And then, okay. Then we'll, okay. So this is from Alaskan Pastor. Just because the book has an Amish character does not mean that this erotica book should be tagged as Christian fiction. When I browse for books on the Christian Bibles and Books bestseller list, I do not like to see these trashy novels. One star. <laughs> that's a real review. And that's a real review. <laughs> so okay. this was tagged as Christian? I guess. I, I mean, I think you, you like put your book in as many categories as you can get away with. Oh. I didn't check to see whether it was right, but I assume... Yeah. I mean, this guy was was clearly very upset. Very. <laughs> um, he, yeah, he needs to he needs to get some uh, some south of the border <laughs> Rio Grande action. Uh, okay, so my dad wrote a porno is a podcast. Uh, I don't remember how I heard about it, but uh, it is exactly what it sounds like. It's three uh, comedian British comedian friends uh, reading and discussing. A uh, an erotic novel that was actually written by the father of one of them, and the title of the novel is Belinda Blinked, and it is the greatest thing I've ever heard. It it's is filthy. It is ridiculous. It's ridiculous, and it's ridiculous in all the best ways because yes. it, it 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 swings mightily on the same. It swings both ways for sure. Si same sentence from boring sales talk. Yes, to the, very highly mechanized writing about the female, um, and well, not not just just mechanized, but 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 very inaccurate, extremely inaccurate. Uh, cervix cervixes are being grabbed. Mm -hmm. um, that cannot be done. No, uh, uh, people, uh, women are being. God knows, I've tried. Women are being picked up, literally picked up by their breast. Yes, that that is. I don't a think very can bad be idea. done, um, and should not be attempted. There's like. There's so many things that are wrong. The the syntax is ridiculous. The the uh, swings from boring to crazy sex in public places. Like it, it is so fascinating for how bad it is. And there's so much material in it that Matthew and I are just frankly jealous that we didn't do a podcast just like this. Well, I know. We need to. I need to convince my dad to write a porno. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so yeah. So you can find that on iTunes or wherever you find podcasts. And uh, they're about to start season two based on the sequel to Belinda Blinked. And yeah. I have never been more excited about anything. Put it this way, guys. If you like our podcast, you will love their podcast and never listen to ours again. Yeah. I forget we told you about it. It's, yeah. it's, it stinks. <laughs> um, yes, I, I think in in the first episode they said that like the category, the Amazon categories of Belinda Blink was something like um, uh, lesbian, erotica, and um, uh, business and industry. <laughs> <laughs> it, it apparently, yeah, exactly. Apparently, people, leadership, business and leadership. Business and leadership, leadership. exactly. Thank you. <laughs> That's crazy. Yes, uh, and there will be like a, a three-page digression about like sales reports in the book. I love this thing so much. There's so much to love about it. And it is, uh, apparently he is going to keep writing these books. So that means they're going to keep doing this podcast. And they had no idea it was going to become as famous as it did in, in England. And 
Uh, yeah, I think they they just did or about to do a live show that sold England? out immediately. Do they still say England? I think they, I think they, England got dissolved this week. And now it's, <laughs> it's just called that that southern area, <laughs> south, south south of the border area. Oh well, let's put that in the. It's downtown. just called somewhere else. Let's put that in the downtown file. <laughs> All right, you can uh, find us online at lookinsidethisbookclub.com. Uh, and uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash lookinsidetbc, uh, which stands for Look Inside This Brody Collective. This British Commonwealth. Look, look Inside This <laughs> British Commonwealth. Um, that's pretty good. <laughs> leave a review for us. Oh, please leave a review for us on iTunes. Um, it helps people find us. And um, Yeah, just because you found us doesn't mean the next person found us. You you should be out like in front of your office. You should you should be standing up on your desk at your office because we know everyone who listens to this show works in an office, uh, and uh, and just like beating the drum for look inside this book club. Beating the drum is that a euphemism? It is unless you work in a drum office, like a drum company, like like Ludwig or what other makers of drums, <laughs> Slingerland. <laughs> Is that a real company? I think so. <laughs> it probably doesn't exist anymore. Anyway, I don't know where I was going with that, but I know where you should go. You should go to iTunes.com. <laughs> oh, my God. Someone, uh, someone, someone break his friend up. <laughs> um, and uh, what's our book for next time? Oh, gosh. I should have had that queued up. You actually remember the name. It's uh, our, our book next time is an Anthony Bourdain book. and The Jewish. Bobby Gold... Files. Bob- stories? stories. The, the Bobby downtown Go- file? The Bobby Gold Frenum? I don't know. It's uh, Anthony Bourdain, Bobby Gold is yep. the title. It's got a meat gun on the cover. It's, yes. You can't miss it. Um, and uh, do, you, do you know Anthony Bourdain? I do. Do you think, do you think he's going to be upset with me? That was a name drop right there. But, Seriously. But uh, <clears throat> he, he might get in touch. I don't uh, think he would do that. I haven't talked to him in years. Touch. I don't think he's going to get in touch. Um, <clears throat> and it's a compliment to people that we would... You know, Absolutely. The there, there's nobody I, I think more highly of than Sienna Valentine, author of uh, the Brody, Whatever. Brody Pride Who cares? Weekend. God, that book. <laughs> uh, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> so we weren't talking about anything interesting during the break. <laughs> we were talking about... <clears throat> What's the best way to get your tongue in shape for a new lover or yeah. or if, you know, even your wife? <laughs>